Hello, Jericho Road family. It's been a while. I hope you are well in, in this crazy, crazy season that we're in. Um, I don't know, some of you may have heard that uh, we are back in the United States. We're here in Los Angeles. Long story short, um, because of the coronavirus uh, in Asia, uh, we were in China and we were just bouncing around. We went to uh, Korea uh, for a while and it got bad there then we went to Thailand and we stayed there for a couple months uh, and there um, the, the coronavirus started um, getting serious there and so then we decided to go to South Korea uh, because China had actually closed their borders to foreigners and so uh, after many cancel flights and rerouting we eventually made it to South Korea uh, but when we got there they basically told us uh, we couldn't stay and so uh, the day that we arrived, uh, we decided, hey, we don't ha really have any other choice but to go back uh, to the States. So uh, we bought a ticket, and that evening we got on a 12-hour flight from Incheon to L.A., and we arrived about a week ago. And so, but it's kind of strange because even though we're here, uh, because of the self-quarantine and the social distancing restrictions, we haven't really met with any friends or family and so even though we're here it doesn't feel like we've been back yet and so hopefully uh, sometime soon uh, that will change the second day um, uh, after we arrived actually Pastor Sam had driven all the way up to LA to come uh, visit me uh, to come visit us and um, he asked me if I could share today um, through this video format. I was a little hesitant because I had never done anything like this. Um, I'm very comfortable with speaking in front of people, uh, but I've never done a, a video presentation like this before. And so if I stumble or if I pause or don't sound so smooth, uh, I ask for your grace uh, and patience. Um, Pastor Sam, uh, when I spoke with him that evening, he told me that he wanted to do a, a sermon series called choices, choices, choices. And he wanted me to share a little bit about how I had made the choice to become a missionary and some of the results or some of the blessings that I had gotten out of uh, making that decision uh, a long time ago. But before I uh, start with that uh, story or testimony, uh, let's begin with uh, scripture. Uh, this is Genesis chapter 2 verses 16 and 17 and it says in Genesis and the Lord God commanded the man you are free to eat from any tree in the garden but you must not eat from the tree uh, of evil for when you eat of it uh, you will surely die from the tree of knowledge of good and evil now we all are very familiar with the creation story um, but um, as I read this verse again, I realized that um, we can easily miss one of the greatest events in history um, outside of the creation. You know, the, the creation of um, the vegetation, the oceans, the mountains, the animals, the stars, and even Adam and Eve. That was, that was magnificent. Uh, but when I read this verse again, um, I think sometimes I've missed uh, this fact of God empowering or giving the authority to Adam of this thing called free will. 
and it, it and it's and as I thought about it and meditated, it's a complete mystery. Why would the perfect God in all His magnificent creation give this power uh, of free will, the power to choose, the power to decide to Adam, and and nothing in all of His creation, all of His thousands of of animals and plants and stars, none of those things have this power. Only Adam was given this power of free will. And, it, and, it, and to me, as I thought about it, it was a complete, complete mystery. And so uh, today, I, I want to kind of categorize uh, this thing called uh, freedom of choice in, in basic two buckets. There's probably many buckets, but today I, I want to just categorize in two buckets. And the first bucket is uh, is called the, the choices that relate to uh, eternity or God-centric choices. And these choices uh, basically affect uh, our eternity or our salvation uh, or other people's eternity or salvation. And they're of the utmost importance uh, in terms of decisions made that can change the history of man. And the second bucket of, of uh, decisions or choices is, is everything else. Uh, and obviously, um, that second bucket is not as important. It's important. Some of the things are important, but, but definitely not as important as uh, these choices that we make in our life that have to do uh, with our eternity. And so today, I want to focus a little bit about um, the, the first uh, category of these choices that affect uh, our salvation and eternity. Um, as I thought about uh, the Bible, um, this Bible, and all the stories that are in it, I realized that um, it's about people making choices. It's about people, uh, whether uh, they've made good choices or bad decisions, uh, and it's a story about their lives and the consequences of those choices. And so let's, as I thought about um, the people uh, the, the men and women of God in this book uh, that have made these crucial decisions to determine uh, man or the history of man, um, I came to one person, one person, and one event or one decision that this person made that changed all of history. And that's in Genesis chapter 22, uh, verses 1 and 2. And so let me read that. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah, and sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. And most of us are very familiar with the story. Um, God tells Abraham, and this is this is pretty much the end for end of his life. And he's he's gone through all the trials. He's received all the blessings of and riches, um, and he's lived a full life. He waited many many years uh, for this promise to come to fruition, the promise that he would be the father of nations uh, through his son Isaac, and. As he nears the end of his life, and he's probably expecting some type of encouraging words from God, say, hey, job well done, or, or hey, here, here's a prize, you, you did a great job. But instead, God comes to him and says, 
I want you to sacrifice or give Isaac back to me. And, and not only that, not only give Isaac to God, but to take his life from your own hand. I want you to sacrifice him and give his life to me. And as I, as I thought again about the story, uh, just just amazement and awe, right? Uh, anyone who hears the story, I mean, what what was Abraham struggling with that evening? I mean, it, it, the the torment that he must have been under, uh, whether to choose to follow and obey God or not to obey God, whether to say yes or no, and he had that choice. It wasn't like God commanded and he had no choice he had a choice to make he could have rejected uh, this commandment by God and, and the struggle that he must have had that evening and even after he made the decision to go up to that mountain as he went up to that mountain I mean, he must have had so many doubts he must have in his mind have, have, have said let's just forget this let's just turn back was this really the voice of God you know, am I doing the right thing? Uh, so many doubts must have flooded his mind as he was walking up that mountain. And we, I mean, we as parents, uh, and I'm a new parent, uh, how can we even consider uh, this position, this this thing that God had commanded Abraham? And it, it just is it's mind blowing, and and it changed his 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 response changed the total history of man. And most of us are familiar with how this story ended. Um, if you're not, I'm not going to spoil it. I want you to go into the Bible uh, and read the rest of the story. Um, uh, because obviously, uh, it's not only a great story, but it's a true story. And um, yeah, what, an, what a, a decision or a choice that Abraham had to make. And you know, when, you know, when I was younger, um, I used to love these stories. Um, but I, I think, looking back, uh, they were just stories to me. Um, and it was only when I went on short-term missions that um, that religion or God really felt real to me. That when I was on these mission trips, that I felt alive. That I was actually uh, taking part in, in God's plan, in God's work. And I remember um, saying to myself at one time, praying to God, and saying, God, um, if I'm worthy, uh, I want to be a missionary. Uh, I want you to use me in the mission field. And that was it. I prayed that prayer, and uh, you know, I went on with my life. You know, I went to college. Um, I got a job. I eventually uh, went to grad school. I went to an MBA, and so many, many years had passed. And I got a job after that. Um, and you know I was doing pretty well after grad school I was working for one of the biggest companies in the world um, you know making a pretty good six-figure salary and this was this was over 10 years ago and so I, I was doing uh, very well for myself at the time and I had decided um, to take a vacation uh, to Turkey uh, in 2007 and when I was there I visited all the old churches uh, that Paul had set up uh, you know the churches of uh, Ephesus and and uh, the other churches he had set up in in Turkey, 
and I just felt something in my gut, you know, this fire, this intensity, uh, just learning and reading and visiting those places of what Paul did, you know, the first missionary, um, the, uh, and, and, and I was reminded of the prayer that I had made, and for some reason, I just felt that it was time. It was time uh, to step out in faith and to make that prayer which I had made many years ago, make it real. And so when I, I when I flew back to the United States, uh, back to my job, back to my normal life, uh, that feeling didn't go away. And um, after thinking it for for a very short time, I said, "I'm going to do it." And I remember uh, writing my uh, resignation and handing that in to my boss. And you know what I felt uh, when I handed that to my boss? Um, you know, some of you may think, "Oh, he felt such freedom." Uh, absolutely not. Uh, right when I handed it to him, I felt this doubt and this regret come over me. And I remember thinking to myself, what in the heck did I just do? I spent all my life studying, working hard to get to the position that I was. And here I, here I am, just in, in a blink of an eye, just giving that up. And I was just thinking to myself, did I make the right decision? What, what, what was I thinking? What, what, what? I didn't have any plans for the future. I didn't have any plans uh, of what I was going to do or how I was going to become a missionary. Uh, I just, I just resigned from my job, and I, I was. I it, it must have been a, a, a tiny bit about how Abraham uh, felt when he when he was deciding to sacrifice Adam. You know, I just the the doubts. Uh, just flooding in, and it was a total Jerry Maguire moment. For those of you who are familiar with that movie or old enough to uh, to have seen that movie, um, it's about this sports agent who has this epiphany one evening and writes this uh, this memorandum uh, about uh, it's not about profits but about people, and he and it gets sent out to everyone in the company. And the next day, when he goes into work. Uh, he basically gets fired from his job because obviously companies it's it's about profit and it was a similar experience for me it was it was like what in the heck did i just do <laughs> did i eat something bad and, and 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 i was just i was just crazy for a moment um and didn't know what i was doing and and so afterwards for a few days i was i was just down discouraged uh just thinking you know, what am I going to do next? I don't really have a plan. And I remember uh, one evening as I was praying, uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit come, coming upon me. And it was so real. Um, I remember um, for a few days I stayed up all night praying. Um, I was reading scripture and, and God was showing me things I had never seen before. And He had given me this anointing to see things. To be able to pray all night without struggling, um, and 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 being able to uh, talk to people and relate to people uh, in a way I had never done before, and, and I remember uh, that anointing had lasted uh, a few days, and um, that was confirmation to me that I had made the right decision. I didn't have a plan for the future, but I knew um, when I experienced those few days of anointing that God was telling me I had made the right decision. And from then on, um, God just opened the doors 
uh, I didn't really do much to pursue uh, this missionary life. God was just opening the doors, miraculously opening the doors. And, um, you know, 10 years later, uh, 11 years later, here I am. And I can tell you um, uh, this missionary life uh, hasn't been always um, about, uh, you know, uh, roses and and miracles happening. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of struggles, a lot of challenges along the way. And if, if you've read some of my um, uh, letters in the past, you know, there have been moments when I've actually said, man, God, I'm done. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm through. Uh, you know, this, this is it. Um, I can't do this anymore. And, but you know what? Even in those moments, um, uh, God carried me through. And you know the, this latest journey from uh, this uh, coming uh, from Korea to Thailand to China and and bouncing around, not having a home. It was a tough journey. Um, just being on the plane, cancel flights, and and traveling with this one-year-old um, who ha who didn't really sleep much throughout the whole trip. You know it, there there are moments where it's tough. It's tough. It's a tough life. But when I think back and look back about the times when God showed up when God when I've seen firsthand God working um, and it's experiences where I probably would not have had unless I chose this life uh, and I can actually say I've actually seen a few miracles and and I'm not an easily believing person I'm actually the the doubting Thomas um, of the disciples but I can truly say that you know I've seen a few miracles and the latest blessing of our daughter uh, Chloe Mercy, um, you know, we prayed and we tried so hard for eight years to have a baby. We 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 tried almost everything. We did the temperature thing. We did the scheduling. We visited doctors. You know, we had pray, people pray over us, and we've had people tell us this is the year that you're going to get pregnant, and and it never happened. You know, and for eight years we just struggled. We just struggled, um, and there was a point. Um, uh, where I just said I give up uh, that it's not going to happen um, that God's not going to fulfill uh, this promise um, of, of us having a child I was so discouraged and I just said forget it I, I don't want to think about it anymore I don't want to stress I don't want any more sleepless nights over this you know God's just not going to do it and it was only then when I just released that uh, that God <laughs> gave us a child that that Kumi became pregnant, and to this day, I really don't even know how that even happened. You know, it, it, I mean, after all those years of trying so hard, and 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 finally, when I said I'm not even going to try anymore, and we didn't, and she just became pregnant. It, it, to me, it was a miracle. It, it was one of the greatest blessings that God had ever given me, and He was teaching me. He was teaching me about waiting, about patience, about God always delivering on His promises, and and, and and so even today, God um, just blesses and shows me uh, that that He's working, even though um, that we have to wait, even though that I may not see at the time that He's there and that He's true and that He's going to work uh, for us. Um, and so um, I just want to uh, encourage uh, all of you. Um, that um, that sometimes it's not it's not these uh, decisions that we make um, are not always about 
dramatic decisions. It's not always going to be about Abraham uh, wanting um, uh, uh, going to be sacrificing his son or or you making a decision uh, to become a missionary. Um, but a lot of these uh, decisions can also come from the fact uh, from our daily lives uh, that, that we make these uh, eternal decisions on a daily basis. So I want to encourage you uh, uh, that uh, to look around that, that we face the decisions all the time. Right now we're living in uh, extraordinary circumstances. You know, this global pandemic that we're going through, it's, it's unprecedented and we'll probably only experience this once in our lifetime. It's, it's a crazy time. And as I prayed and thought about this time, um, I just want to offer up to you three ways or three decisions or choices that you can make in terms of how to respond to this crisis, uh, especially as Christians. And the first one is about perspective. Um, I know that because of uh, this crisis that we're in, we've all in some way or another have been affected by it and probably adversely affected. Um, and so uh, it's, it's been hard for some of us. It's, 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 it's very negative uh, the way that we have to um, you know, stay in our homes or, or, or uh, fire people or, or, or downsize our business. Uh, it can be very discouraging, um, but I want us to have a a wider, a bigger perspective uh, on this, and say and think about um, people that are suffering even more than us. Think about the people who have already lost their jobs. Think about the people who really don't even know where the next meal is coming. You know, and um, you know when when I was out there traveling uh, and bouncing around and countries telling me you know you you can't stay here uh anymore you know i felt like what it felt feels to be a refugee you know and there are people out there who are living in tents who who don't have homes who are refugees and they and they're just living off of basic essentials every day you know there's people like that and there's even wars going on believe it or not and you know the the pandemic uh doesn't say hit the pause button on wars wars are happening around the world and, and, and there are people who are caught in the crossfire and they've lost brothers or sisters or parents or even their children uh, because of these wars. There, 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 are, there are people in this world uh, that don't even have the freedom, the gift of choice, you know, uh, the, the gift of to choose uh, what they want to do, what they're going to be, where they want to go. There's, there's no choice. And so we've experienced a taste of that, but there's people in this world who have absolute no freedoms. And they have to live on a daily basis like this. So um, I don't want to minimize your troubles or, or the, the impacts uh, uh, that you've had to experience through this. Um, and, and yes, let's pray for those things. But let's also pray. Uh, let's not forget to pray for uh, those people out there who are suffering even more than us. And I believe as we think about those people, as we continue to pray for those people, God is going to help us in our troubles. Uh, God is going to help us. Uh, in the things that we pray to Him in our lives as we pray for the other people. Uh, the second thing um, I want us to uh, think about and, and really have a, a good perspective, a change of perspective, is this thing about generosity. I know during this time, uh, you know, some of us have been impacted financially. And, and so the natural reaction is to save. Let's save money for the future, for the uncertain future. We don't know what's going to happen in a year from now after this pandemic passes 
you know, the financial impacts, the, the economy may still be wrecked. We may be in a recession. Um, but I want us as Christians to think as contrarians um, and not, uh, not be closed off with our finances, but continue to be generous uh, to help those in need around us. There's many people who are hurting um, uh, more than us. And, you know, I've even been recipients of this generosity already. You know, the second day that we were here, uh, Pastor Sam came up and he came up uh, with Hedgen with, with baby clothing, with baby toys and, and diapers and even uh, financial support. Uh, and so we've been recipients of that. And I just thank you, Jericho Road, for, for doing that for us. And I just want to encourage you to keep doing that, keep doing those things. Because uh, I believe that if you do those things and you test God and say, God, um, this isn't a time where I can be generous, but I, I want to do this. I want to help those people around me. I believe if you do that and say that prayer to God, that he's going to help you, that he's going to show up in, in a way that you don't even imagine. That if you test God, that he is going to be real to you. That if you step out in faith, that he's going to appear and, and really show his generosity to you. And I just really want to ask you um, to continue your offering uh, to Jericho Road and to the churches that, that you may attend. Um, because, uh, believe it or not, when attendance is down, and right now attendance, church attendance is way down, right? Um, the offering goes down, unfortunately. And, you know, businesses are hurting, but churches are hurting as well. And so I just want to encourage you, even though that you're not physically going to church, um, to continue... Um, uh, uh, giving your offering to the church and it, it maybe even being more generous to the church during this time because there's a lot of people in need right now. So I just encourage you to do that. And the third thing uh, that I want to offer up to you uh, to see if you're willing to do is to have uh, a different perspective on this whole crisis. I, I know that um, you know traveling to Asia and and it basically the crisis or the coronavirus was chasing me everywhere I went, and it was getting serious there. And and there was a lot of discouragement, a lot of fear. Um, but I just want to offer up and say, hey, let's not give in to that. Let's not give in to fear. Let's cast out fear and look at this whole crisis as an opportunity, an opportunity to help the people in need, an opportunity to provide hope for the hopeless. Uh, an opportunity uh, to to um, to be a light in this world where it's becoming darker, where it's becoming uh, more discouraging. Let's, as Christians, um, uh, be light, uh, and 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 in that, um, that God will be proclaimed, that Jesus will be proclaimed, and that um, that through it all, you know, that Jesus um, uh, uh, deserves all the glory uh, through. Um, through uh, our works and through our lives, uh, us being um, light in this world. And, and I believe, I truly believe that God is going to use this time, this season, as an opportunity to restore uh, our lives, to restore relationships, to restore communities. And He's going to do this only if we take the first step, only if we make the decision and the choice to say, hey, I'm going to look at this this time, this season, as an opportunity for me uh, to for God to restore my life. 
you know, and, and it can start in, in, in small ways, you know. Um, if, if, if you wanted to uh, educate yourself and take this class that you've never had time to do, you know, take that class. And, and, you know, if you wanted to get in shape, better in shape, you know that you should have exercised more, you know, and physically, you know, you, you want to be in better shape. You want to feel good about yourself. Uh, God wants to do that in your life. God wants to restore that and, and start take the faith to step out and do that. Um, and and, and e even in relationships, if you've had broken relationships with family or, or friends, um, God wants to restore those relationships. And he wants to do, do it during this season. And, but he's only going to do that um, or help you do that if you take the first step. If, if we make the first decision, choice to step out and say, hey, I'm going to do that. I'm going to restore these things in my life. I'm going to uh, allow God to fix what is broken. And, and by starting off with these small th things, that's how we um, restore, allow God to restore our communities, to restore our country. And um, yeah, and, and for some of you out there who've never uh, heard of Jesus, um, God wants to restore your life. God wants to restore his relationship with you. But he'll only do that if you take the first step. So I invite you, uh, if you've never uh, asked Jesus into your life, to invite him to take that first step. God, because God wants to restore your life. And for those of you who have already accepted Christ and are Christians and maybe have kind of fallen away from God, um, God wants to use this season to restore you with him, to restore that relationship. But he can only do that if you take the first step, if you make that first decision to pray to him and say, God, I want you to restore that my, my life once again. I want you to fix what is broken. So let's take that first step. Um, I just want to thank you for uh, listening to me today. I, I really, really am so thankful to uh, Jericho Road family for being such an encouraging um, encouragement to our lives. To our family, and I just want to uh, show you Kumi and uh, Chloe here. I don't know if you can see that uh, with the lighting and all, but that's actually uh, them uh, <laughs> during our journey, our travel. So that's why they're not looking too happy. They're tired. They're worn out. Uh, it's been a long and tiring uh, uh, journey, traveling from country to country, being rejected and finally ending up in the United States but uh, yeah them covering up but uh, yeah they're actually happy now they're actually sleeping now because this is in the middle of night and I still have jet lag um, but uh, yeah they're they're safe um, and they're very thankful just as I am and so thank you Jericho Road for all that you've done uh, you're you're such an encouragement to us um, yeah we miss you we can't wait until uh, this time of uh, lockdown and social distancing passes. Uh, we love you. Um, and so uh, be well, be safe, be blessed, and uh, we'll see you soon.